Something Samson looked at it through other people's eyes. Take some time and reflect on what you believe in your soul. Cause that is the key to life. You gotta let the negativity go. Hello and welcome to What the Fox Podcast with your two hosts, Lindsay Fox and Amber Ross. <laughs> Today we are going to do a quickie episode about a topic that we need to discuss this summer, and that is just the fact that as women, the many things that we face when we are about to go out and have a night out, have a good time, have girls night, there's so many things that men don't realize that we go through as women when we're making that decision to go out. Um, and, and before we even jump into it, I just want to remind you guys that we are sponsored by therapyappointment.com. If you are looking for a therapist, please go to therapyappointment.com to find one near you. Mm-hmm. Amber, we have to get into this real Lindsay. fast. We just, okay. we, not, we did not plan on doing this recording, but we're doing it right here, right now. It is happening because something recently happened in my life that, um, it has, shown me that there's things that we don't talk about and you know we don't talk about bruno and whatever but we're going to talk about it today because (laughs) recently i had an opportunity to go and hang out with a friend and go you know downtown and go dancing which i love it is one of my favorite things and generally i travel in a group of people that typically has one or more of the menfolk variety with us right because safety okay i'll be honest with you um But this particular adventure was just going to be myself and one other woman. And I woke up the morning of our um, planned day, right? And it's five o'clock in the morning because it's me. And on my heart and in my brain, all I could think was, Amber, you are not drinking tonight. For some reason, I feel really uncomfortable. I know I'm not going to have a single drink. I'll bring my own water, you know, all of all of the things that are surrounding that. Amber, not for you're nothing. Gonna... This is pretty extreme, like super extreme because like you could have a beverage and have fun and it's not really that big of a deal. Right. But they're like my entire being said not tonight. And uh, listen, I'm all about listening and honoring and just I didn't question. I was just like, yep, yeah. tra- that Your tracks. Intuition. <laughs> I trust my intuition. That is something that has not led me astray. Wow. Um, but as I'm talking about this with Eric, he's looking at me like I've grown a second head. Right. Because he's like, what are you talking? It is too early in the morning for this. I'm like, no, no, no. Stick with me. (laughs) But my second one was, Amber, you're going to wear sneakers because if you need to run, you need to be able to run without worrying about heels getting caught or, you know, rolling your ankle or whatever that might look like. And again, Eric's like, Amber. Yeah. Again, very extreme. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, yeah, again, very extreme to be having these thoughts. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Because I know you, Amber. I know that you love to go out and bebop around and dance and have a great time. So I'm like, where I is this coming do. From? But these are the thoughts. And it was in that moment as I'm having this conversation with Eric and another guy friend. I'm like, crap. Guys don't know that this stuff goes through our heads. Guys have no idea. Yeah. Sometimes the anxiety and the worry that goes into planning a girl's night out. Mm. You know, I, I appreciate that you're bringing this up because, so I just went out last night and, and I, I never go out. Like it is so rare for me to go out. Um, and so that's the fun fact between Amber and I, Amber, yeah, I'm the old married lady with two kids. I like to go out and dance <laughs> and I'm the single one. And I actually tend to be more of a homebody and stay in. Um, so 
one of the reasons I do stay in more and, and whenever I lived in downtown, downtown Boston, like I loved going around the city all the time. Like it was so much fun, but it just feels different being here in North Carolina and trying to do that. And I think that the key difference for me is that in Boston, I knew my people, I knew everyone that kind of worked. I mean, I also worked in um, operations and management within like hospitality. So I knew everyone that kind of worked at different restaurants and bars and hotels and it was my, I felt comfortable. Um, I knew yeah. every bouncer everywhere that I was walking around. Um, here in, in Raleigh, North Carolina, I, I don't have that same sense of safety. Um, and it's not because I'm trying to say it's unsafe here. It's just that mm -mm. I personally don't have that established here yet. Well, and to um, be fair, I do. Like I know people everywhere yeah, downtown. Like I run into people in restaurants and bars and, you know, shops yeah. all of the time that I know and who would yeah. quote unquote watch my back right well that's a i mean that's a good point and i was just gonna say even like last night for example you know one of the things that i t find myself questioning or thinking about is what am i gonna wear and mm. when i say that i don't mean how can i look like i want to look hot the, yeah <laughs> like how can i look like a sex kitten on the prowl i don't mean it like that um i mean like i i honestly don't like people looking at me. It makes me feel very uncomfortable whenever I feel like someone's undressing me with their eyes. Mm -hmm. And so I um, intentionally and strategically try to pick out outfits that are not going to draw a lot of attention to me. Yeah. When it's like, these are things that you grow up as a woman and they're just natural thoughts. It somehow mm -hmm. gets ingrained in us growing up. Like you have to be concerned about your safety at all times. Mm -hmm. And I think well, that, go ahead. All right. Oh, well, just as you just said that, I was like, well, that's the other thing is like, I don't want to take an Uber or a Lyft downtown. I want to mm. drive my car. I want to buy my own drinks. I want to get my drinks from the bartender from their hand into mine. Um, I don't want to have, I don't want to trust some stranger to drive me or to pick me up and take me back to my house and to know where I live. Yeah. Um, you know, and these so things are totally all of those things. Well, and these things are totally quote unquote normal, right? And if I think back, like called normal for who? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, like Uber and Lyft are normal things. People oh. use them all of the time. Like they're, you know, yeah. obviously there's there's a lot of bad press with that too. And there's a lot of dangers and a lot of things that can happen. Um, and I mean, I'm someone when I first started taking sales jobs, like early twenties, I was flying to other States and getting into Ubers and taxis and lifts with people because yeah. I didn't know how to drive in these other States. And it was more sure. anxiety inducing for me to try to figure out how to rent a car and drive mm -hmm. than to get into a car with a stranger. Yeah. Now 34 year old Amber, give me a rental car and let me drive myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, let's tie this back though. Right. So you woke up, you woke up the oh, other yeah, morning yeah. and had like this profound intuitive feeling like something, I don't want to drink tonight. Something feels off about tonight. I don't know what it is, but I already want to even wear, I want to wear comfortable shoes that I know I can walk or run in if needed. So wh yeah. what happened? What ended up happening that night or that day? Well, we, nothing happened that day. Um, we ended up not going out because, <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. Um, my friend reached out to me, um, maybe an hour after Eric and I are having this very involved conversation at 5 AM and said that <laughs> unfortunately someone had slipped something in her drink the night before when she had been out. So like she was dealing with the after effects of that. And I will tell you being someone who has been drugged while out on a girl's night, like 
there's a lot to unpack after that. There's a lot that you consider of what could I have done differently? What did I do wrong? What did I do to deserve this? Is it ever safe to go out in public again? Like not to mention the fact that you are ill, like physically ill. Horrible. I've also had this happen. And, um, uh, in in my particular situation, I was at a political event at a mm. um, person's house where it was a private party where different politicians were present. And that is where I actually experienced my first drug incident that I'm aware of. Um, yeah. And it just, it, it's so violating. It's so, whether you're at a person's house or whether you're out at the bar downtown, I think that's another thing is like, it could happen anywhere. Uh, know your audience, know your group, know who your people are. Well, and even with the best of intentions, like when it happened to me, I was out with a group of girls that I trusted implicitly. We thought we were doing a good job managing our drinks. We were buying our own beverages. Like we were staying in our little circle and everything was like, we were doing what we could or what we thought needed to be done. And I still ended up getting drugged. And thankfully, like I was in a group of girls and they took care of me. So nothing happened to me. Yeah. Um, but just that violation and that mm-hmm. intense feeling of I'm not safe to leave my house anymore. Like, I, should I even be allowed to go have fun? Do I get to do these things? Like, it sucks. And it sucks the yeah. life out of you. Yeah, it does. I mean, it it does. But this is also why I think, you know, having that that balance is really necessary where you don't give in and you stay home 24 seven. So mm-hmm. as I've just said, right. It's like, I tend to stay home a lot. Um, granted my, uh, there's, there's been a lot that's happened over the last three years. Um, yeah. it's, so for those who are not aware, there was a, I had a, a major issue with regard to my, um, ex husband where stalking was a huge issue. And so, um, over the last few years, that's been something that I have really dedicated a lot of heart work and trying to work through that. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's that piece of my story that I haven't really discussed on this podcast. Um, but most of it is now public record at this point. So I feel comfortable saying it out loud, but I think, you know, Amber, to your point is that absolutely. Do I have those heightened, um, spidey senses of like, okay, where am I going? What is the parking situation? What's the vibe? What is the ambiance? You know, how many people, what's the, (laughs) what is the straight up occupancy of where this place is? What can I expect, you know, on a Friday or Saturday night, or would I prefer to go like on a Tuesday or Wednesday? Um, But it's like, I imagine that there are people in this world who don't think about those things before they go out. And like, part of me, many people, <laughs> yeah, many people. Part but of me especially, thinks, oh my God, that must be amazing. Right. Right. I mean, right. And that's where I say, you know, I know we're talking about this as two women discussing our experiences. And it's not to minimize or uh, act like there's this does not exist with other populations of different, you know, d- different demographics, what have you. Mm-hmm. It's just we're speaking from our personal experience yeah. and what we've kind of noticed. Um, this was just kind of a, improvised uh, episode really just yeah. because Amber was just telling me about this and I'm like, God, you're so right. Um, you know, there's a lot of men in both of our lives that are actually pretty naive to the fact that this is even a thing. Yeah. And I, so it, it got me thinking because when Eric and I, like, as I'm telling him, he's looking at me, like I've grown a second head, like these things have never occurred to me. And I'm like, Holy shit, they've never occurred to you. Okay. That's yeah. interesting. So then I started talking to other men in my life and I'm like, I want to run something by you. Like, does this, does this stuff occur to you? And some of them, like I got varying degrees of, 
you know, I always watch out for the girls in whatever groups, because I know you guys have it rough, or I know that that's something that a lot of you, like you have those thoughts in your head all the time. So I always try to be like that, that person all the way to, holy shit, that's never even occurred to me. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) honestly, like someone was giving me shit last night about like, Lindsay, just pay like the eight or $10 to get like a Lyft or an Uber. And I'm like, no, I don't think you understand. This isn't about the money to pay for a pickup and a drop off. This is the fact that I don't want someone else picking me up knowing where I live and how to how to gain access to me or lock me in their car or whatever it is. Yeah, like, or knowing no, that you're you. home alone or knowing, I don't want you any know. of that stuff being known. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm, no, yeah. <laughs> my home well, is my and- sanctuary and my body is my temple. I don't want anyone around any of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think, you know, this is one of those conversations <laughs> that you don't realize that we don't talk about. And the more I started talking about it with friends, the more mm-hmm. I realized that the majority of the women I know have either been drugged while out or had a near miss in a situation or, or at least it's something that is prevalent in their mind as a concern. And we never talk about it with each other. Like it's just this thing that hangs over our heads Mm -hmm. and we accept it as part of our lives, but we don't unpack it or talk about any of that. Yeah. Yeah. You're so right. And as you were saying that, I'm thinking, you know, frankly, I feel like this is something we hear a lot being discussed in um, minority populations such as African-Americans where there, there's, you know, I would have to say throughout the last few years, there's been a lot of uh, education that has, uh, you know, uh, had a spotlight on the fact that, you know, just understanding what are you supposed to do mm-hmm. if you get pulled over and understanding yeah. like, what does it mean if you're in this kind of space and how should you behave? How should you talk? And so it's like, you know, I this definitely exists in different areas of people's lives. And I will agree, like for, for us as women, there's a whole nother culture that we're privy to that no one's really talking about. Yeah. I mean, the Me Too movement did shed some light on kind of the reality of the fact that it's so common. Um, Yeah. But what I don't think a lot of people who realize is the fact that it's, it's more than just like, oh, it's so common. It's like, this is a fundamental truth of how we live our lives and, and how you, you know, you need to think in order to survive or get through day-to-day living. Absolutely. It changes how you approach so many situations and we just accept that as the way it has to be. But I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, like we can do better. We can do so much better. And I'm advocating, I will always advocate for women to have self-defense classes, to have access to personal defense yep. items, whatever that looks like for you, yep. to be very mindful of your surroundings, to be very aware of the people you're with and to be hyper vigilant. because yeah, we all want to go out and have a good time, but the reality is that it's not always a safe space to do that. And I mean, it's unfortunate, but your, your safety is primary concern always. Yes, <laughs> definitely. I mean, and like, it's one yes. of those things that you say it and you're like, well, duh, Amber, but like that reality has to sink in. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's unfortunate that a lot of times it's for women who have already had to go through it where it sinks in yep. because so that's the other piece of the the story, right? Is the fact that it can never happen to you. It can never happen to me. Like yes, it can. this happens to someone else or it happens to someone else's daughter. It happens to someone else's friend or neighbor. It's yep. like, no, babe, it can happen to you. Literally um, anyone, anytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Big time. Um, yeah. but so I'm, I'm glad that you were just kind of, we were just casually talking about this <laughs> and I was like, wait, we why, aren't we re- why aren't we recording this right now? Because Lindsay, it's- only you and I casually talk about really hard stuff like this. Just, just the two of us, I think. <laughs> Let's just have a conversation about date rape and press record. Great. Nothing like a good dark humor kind of podcasting. Situation Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Stay safe out there. Yeah, stay safe. But seriously, in terms of like things to look out for, though, and just to kind of, you know, bring that full circle is truly like making sure, hey, if someone's buying you a drink, make sure you're getting it from that bartender. And it's not someone like getting you a drink and then walking it through the crowd to you or whatever. Like make sure that you are getting it from, you know, person A to you as person B. It is a one time um engagement that sense or if you put a napkin over your glass or there's actually really um cool little things uh i can't remember the name oh i've seen those yeah the little cover for your cup Mm -hmm. yes it's like a little lid thing um and the other thing is that i've noticed in some environments they uh i love when establishments have uh like a code word or something written in the bathroom for women I love that. Like if you need to go to the bartender and say like, oh, I'd like a blonde bombshell shot or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, or I'd like an angel shot or something. Yeah. It's like a code for the bartender to know to help you. That you um, need something. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think I want to kind of take a pause because I don't ever want anyone to feel like it's your fault. It happened to you or you didn't mm-hmm. do something that caused it to happen because the reality is you can be as vigilant as possible. You can be as careful as possible. You can be on your freaking A game and yep. someone can still slip by your defenses. And that is not your fault. You have not done anything wrong. It is not, we're not going to do victim blaming around here. Mm-hmm. No, and, no. And in that same breath, I think Lindsay and I just want to make sure that everybody does everything possible to stay safe. I mean, yes. no, you don't want anybody you care about to get hurt. We don't want anybody to get hurt. So right. just, and even as you say that, I'm thinking like how I was just commenting how for me personally, I become really mindful about like, what are the clothes that I'm wearing? This yeah. does not mean like you're not entitled to wear whatever the fuck you want. Yes. <laughs> like, like true. you're allowed to do whatever you want and wear, wear whatever you want. Um, it's just, I'm, sp- I'm just saying for me, it's my your personal experience, experience and your preference. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so, um, you know, regardless of what it is that you choose to wear and how you choose to dance, that does not give anyone the right to violate your right to consent. Nope. Nope. And I think obviously this is a heavier topic than what we've covered in a little while. So, you know, deep sigh, heavy breathing, (laughs) but it's also something really important that we all bring awareness to no matter your gender, no matter your orientation, no matter your demographic, whatever that looks like, we can all help watch out for each other and we can create spaces that we are able to enjoy without feeling like we're going to be harmed. Right. Yeah. And also shout out to you, Amber, and really listening to your intuition. I mean, how wild is that, that you woke up that morning having like this really bizarre feeling and questioning your spidey senses, like what's going on. Yeah. Um, And I mean, understanding you needed to trust it. I mean, there's something to be said for that. So, you know, you guys, if you guys get that, the hair on your back, listen standing up, to you need it, to pay attention to it. Well, and like, you know, typical Amber fashion, it wasn't going to stop me from going out. I was just going to be very well prepared when I went out. Well, I think that's good though, right? In the sense it shouldn't, you shouldn't allow your fear to paralyze you. You shouldn't yeah. allow your fear to, to win and to hijack your life. I mean, that's really when 
our level of functioning depletes to where it can become clinically, um, yeah. uh, you know, troublesome in your quality of life and functioning. I mean, that's when you see some mental health conditions develop. So, you know, yes, keep living your life. Don't live in fear and in a, in a box. You still have to get out there. You still deserve to dance and have a great time. Just be really cautious and mindful, you know, have that situational awareness at play of like who is where and who you want to yeah. talk to or make eye contact with or whatever, you know, um, it's just being mindful. That's all. And doing the Absolutely. best that you can with what you've got, because at the end of the day, we are all humans and that's all we can do. Um, but I do think just a big part of what you're talking about is important, though, in terms of trusting your intuition. Yeah, absolutely. And just bringing awareness to folks who maybe haven't considered this, right? Whether mm -hmm. you've experienced it directly or indirectly, um, this is reality for many of us. Yeah. And have, have some compassion for the people in your lives where if they are saying something like this, please, you know, please don't be that, that person who tries to minimize it and be like, oh, you're over exaggerating or you're being ridiculous. Like, please don't be that person. Yeah. Um, to like, it's not a good look. Yeah. Don't shoot that person down. You know, there's, there's usually a reason why people say stuff like, you know, Hey, I'm having doubts about this, or I don't know how I'll feel about it. You know, honor that person's boundary, whatever that means to them. So if you feel absolutely. like getting an Uber and the other person wants to drive solo, okay, so be it. Yeah. <laughs> like, or absolutely. You know, so just, that's the other piece too. It's like no need to, to shame or to should someone into doing something because you don't understand it. Um, maybe pause and reflect on the why, like, why are they saying that, you know, mm -hmm. what is, why is this such an important topic that they keep emphasizing? Is there something I maybe don't know or understand that I can learn in this situation? Absolutely. I mean, having an open mind and just allowing people to show up as themselves is really important, especially if, you know, you're talking about somebody who's a friend. I would never um, expect a friend to make me feel badly about a decision I made for something I was fearful or worried or just something that was, you know, causing me angst or anxiety. Um, so well, girl, you just advice. made that, you just brought that on, right. And we just finished having an episode on friendship. So way to just tie that into like a pretty little bow. I mean, <laughs> yes. what to have and not to have in friendships. We do not want the asshole friendships, please. Thank you. Next. Yes. Yes. And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was random, but hey, thanks for tuning in, guys. This is just your summer situational awareness check-in. Uh, we hope that it was helpful for you guys. Do what you want with it. Please share it with a friend if it's something that, you know, maybe we said something today that resonates with you that you feel would be helpful, you know, sharing with a friend where maybe we said something in ways that you haven't been able to put into words to help someone understand your needs and how someone can help you. Um, so that being said, don't forget to give us a um, rating on your preferred platform and five stars we hoped, yeah five, yeah five stars is preferred yes five stars <laughs> and with that we will see you next tuesday bye guys bye and we all say everything is gonna be just fine it's gonna fall into place the sun is gonna set on your terrible day